Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lamb of God on this feast of St. John, who went before Christ in life and in death. Cry out with joy to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing for joy. Come, let us worship the Lamb of God on this feast of St. John, who went before Christ in life and in death. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship the Lamb of God on this feast of St. John, who went before Christ in life and in death. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship the Lamb of God on this feast of St. John, who went before Christ in life and in death. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship the Lamb of God on this feast of St. John, who went before Christ in life and in death. Faith of our fathers, faith and prayer shall win all nations unto thee, and through the truth that comes from God, mankind shall indeed be free. Faith of our fathers, holy faith, we will be true to thee till death. Faith of our fathers we will love, both friend and foe in all our strife, and preach thee to as love knows how, through by kindly deeds and virtuous life. Faith of our fathers, holy faith, we will be true to thee till death. Men will hate you because you are mine, but he who perseveres will be saved. Why this tumult among nations, among peoples, this useless murmuring? They arise, the kings of the earth. Princes plot against the Lord and his anointed. Come, let us break their fetters. Come, let us cast off their yoke. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord is laughing them to scorn. 
Then he will speak in his anger. His rage will strike them with terror. It is I who have set up my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will announce the decree of the Lord. The Lord said to me, You are my son. It is I who have begotten you this day. Ask, and I shall bequeath you the nations. Put the ends of the earth in your possession. With a rod of iron you will break them, shatter them like a potter's jar. Now, O kings, understand. Take warning, rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with awe and trembling. Pay him your homage, lest he be angry and you perish, for suddenly his anger will blaze. Blessed are they who put their trust in God. Men will hate you because you are mine, but he who perseveres will be saved. The sufferings of this life cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us in the life to come. In the Lord I have taken my refuge. How can you say to my soul, fly like a bird to its mountain? See the wicked bracing their bow. They are fixing their arrows on the string to shoot upright men in the dark. Foundations once destroyed, what can the just do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord, whose throne is in heaven. His eyes look down on the world. His gaze tests mortal men. The Lord tests the just and the wicked. The lover of violence he hates. He sends fire and brimstone on the wicked. He sends a scorching wind as their lot. The Lord is just and loves justice. The upright shall see his face. The sufferings of this life cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us in the life to come. The Lord tested his chosen ones as gold tested by fire. He has received them forever as a sacrificial offering. Lord, hear a cause that is just. Pay heed to my cry. Turn your ear to my prayer. No deceit is on my lips. From you may my judgment come forth. Your eyes discern the truth. You search my heart. You visit me by night. You test me, and you find in me no wrong. My words are not sinful as are men's words. I kept from violence because of your word. I kept my feet firmly in your, in your paths. There was no faltering in my steps. I am here and I call. You will hear me, O God. Turn your ear to me, hear my words. Display your great love, you whose right hand saves your friend from those who rebel against them. Guard me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the violent attack of the wicked. My foes encircle me with deadly intent.
their hearts tight shut. Their mouths speak proudly. They advance against me, and now they surround me. Their eyes are watching to strike me to the ground, as though they were lions ready to claw, or like some young lion crouched in hiding. Lord, arise, confront them, strike them down. Let your sword rescue my soul from the wicked. Let your hand, O Lord, rescue me from men, from men whose reward is in this present life. You give them their fill of your treasures. They rejoice in abundance of offspring and leave their wealth to their children. As for me in my justice, I shall see your face and be filled when I awake with the sight of your glory. The Lord tested his chosen ones as gold tested by fire. He has received them forever as a sacrificial offering. I have known tribulations and distress, but in your commands I have found consolation. From the second letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. This treasure we possess in earthen vessels to make it clear that its surpassing power comes from God and not from us. We are afflicted in every way possible, but we are not crushed. Full of doubts, we never despair. We are persecuted, but never abandoned. We are struck down, but never destroyed. Continually, we carry about in our bodies the dying of Jesus, so that in our bodies the life of Jesus may also be revealed. While we live, we are constantly being delivered to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus may be revealed in our mortal flesh. Death is at work in us, but life in you. We have that spirit of faith of which the scripture says, because I believed, I spoke out. We believe and so we speak, knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will raise us up along with Jesus and place both us and you in his presence. Indeed, everything is ordered to your benefit so that the grace bestowed in abundance may bring greater glory to God, because they who give thanks are many. We do not lose heart, because our inner being is renewed each day, even though our body is being destroyed at the same time. The present burden of our trial is light enough and earns for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. We do not fix our gaze on what is seen, but on what is unseen. What is seen is transitory. What is unseen lasts forever. Indeed, we know that when the earthly tent in which we dwell is destroyed, we have a dwelling provided for us by God, a dwelling in the heavens, not made by hands, but to last forever. We groan while we are here, even as we yearn to have our heavenly habitation envelop us, 
This it will, provided we are found clothed and not naked. While we live in our present tent, we groan. We are weighed down because we do not wish to be stripped naked, but rather to have the heavenly dwelling envelop us so that what is mortal may be absorbed by life. God has fashioned us for this very thing and has given us the spirit as a pledge of it. Therefore, we continue to be confident. We know that while we dwell in the body, we are away from the Lord. We walk by faith, not by sight. I repeat, we are full of confidence and would much rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. Blessed are you when men curse you and persecute you and speak every kind of evil against you because of me. Rejoice, be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. Blessed are those who suffer persecution for the sake of justice, for your reward will be great in heaven. from a homily by St. Bede the Venerable Priest. As forerunner of our Lord's birth, preaching in death, the blessed John showed in his struggle a goodness worthy of the sight of heaven. In the words of scripture, though in the sight of men he suffered torments, his hope is full of immortality. We justly commemorate the day of his birth with a joyful celebration, a day which he himself made festive for us through his suffering and which he adorned with the crimson splendor of his own blood. We do rightly revere his memory with joyful hearts, for he stamped with the seal of martyrdom the testimony which he delivered on behalf of our Lord. There is no doubt that blessed John suffered imprisonment and chains as a witness to our Redeemer, whose forerunner he was, and gave his life for him. His persecutor had demanded not that he should deny Christ, but only that he should keep silent about the truth. Nevertheless, he died for Christ. Does Christ not say, I am the truth? Therefore, because John shed his blood for the truth, he surely died for Christ. Through his birth, preaching, and baptizing, he bore witness to the coming birth, preaching, and baptism of Christ. And by his own suffering, he showed that Christ would also suffer. Such was the quality and strength of the man who accepted the end of this present life by shedding his blood after the long imprisonment. He preached the freedom of heavenly peace, yet was thrown into irons by ungodly men. He was locked away in the darkness of prison, though he came bearing witness to the light of life and deserved to be called a bright and shining lamp by that light itself, which is Christ. John was baptized in his own blood, though he had been privileged to baptize the Redeemer of the world to hear the voice of the Father above him 
and to see the grace of the Holy Spirit descending upon him. But to endure temporal agonies for the sake of the truth was not a heavy burden for such men as John. Rather, it, it was easily born and, evenly, and even desirable, for he knew eternal joy would be his reward. Since death was ever near at hand through the inescapable measure of, through the inescapable necessity of nature, such men considered it a blessing to embrace it and thus gain the reward of eternal life by acknowledging Christ's name. Hence the Apostle Paul rightly says, you have been granted the privilege not only to believe in Christ, but also to suffer for his sake. He tells us why it is Christ's gift that his chosen one should suffer for him. The sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed in us. Herod sent out a band of men to arrest John and had him chained and imprisoned on account of his brother Philip's wife, Herodias, whom he had married. He sent an executioner who beheaded John in prison on account of his brother Philip's wife, Herodias, whom he had married. God our Father, you called John the Baptist to be the herald of your son's birth and death. As he gave his life in witness to your truth and justice, so may we strive to profess our faith in your gospel. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen.